Wonder Soul Presents Review for Us Featuring Mike Welcome to episode 83 Stay tuned at the end of the episode for ways to connect and to support Wonder Soul We hope you enjoy the show You know how sometimes things line up? Coincidences? Since we've been up here, they've been happening more and more. It's like there's this black cloud hanging over us. There's a family in our driveway. Who is that? Oh. Run. All right, welcome everyone to Review 4, the series by Wondersoul where we review movies, books, television, really anything. And uh, in this episode, uh, we are reviewing Jordan Peele's second movie uh, that he's directed. And I think he wrote, directed, and produced this film. Um, coming off of the smash hit that was Get Out. Um, there's a lot of pressure on that, you know, maybe he's going to have a sophomore slump, you know, he can't really live up to that, uh, that bar that was set, um, with get out. But anyways, I went and saw us uh, a couple days ago and I am now joined by my friend, Mike, who you guys have heard him on the wonder talk episode that we've had out recently. Uh, he was on for our review for Dragon Ball Super Brawly, that movie. So go back and check that out. And uh, he saw it recently also. And we haven't actually sat down and talked like about the movie. Um, so this should be pretty interesting. We're going to start off uh, spoiler free. So no worries there. We're just going to kind of run through the general uh, vibe of the movie. And... You'll hear our opinions and thoughts on, uh, you know, maybe if you want to check this out or wait for it to come out later, like on Redbox or digitally, um, or just avoid it all together. So, um, anyways, uh, hey, Mike, thank you for coming on the show. Welcome. I mean, welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> I got to work on that a little bit. <laughs> you good. <laughs> So you uh you went and saw us a couple days ago. I think we saw it on the same day. Yeah. What was uh what was your first reaction after like leaving the theater? Like what was your general impression uh without giving the film too much thought? Like what did you think of us uh just like as you're like driving home after like seeing it in the theater? Man, it's just another cleverly wrote tale by Jordan Peele. You gotta give the man a round of applause, people. He's doing everything that is supposed to be done right. He's got a lot of projects on this. You know, with his movies, you know, 
there's always like some special kind of like story that's like told in like the foreground along with just like the visuals and everything he he's very artistic and very meticulous with his writing and that's interesting yeah. coming from a comedian especially is very interesting oh yeah because i mean we all know jordan peele as like the keen peele guy right yeah yeah everybody knows him as the keen peele i remember him from like mad tv and everything he was on there yeah that's so right. like he he got some history man yeah, for sure. It's really interesting to see him step out of that genre and not only step out, but to enter this horror genre that's in desperate need of somebody to like step up to play. I think, I mean, we've had some, um, you know, we've had some good horror films here in the last couple of years. Uh, not a lot, I would say, but mostly you know, everything has been like the conjuring. Yeah, exactly. And there's, you or know, the Blumhouse. Kind of like yeah. Yeah, like they have the Amityville, not Amityville. What's that one? Uh, Annabelle. Annabelle. That's you know, right. the next one they got coming up is La Llorona, uh, Curse yeah. of La Llorona, or something like that. And so. then they had The Nun recently, too, right? Yeah, that was a couple months back. Yeah, so they have like that whole little universe or story or whatever. And um, those are like really just primarily jump scares, you know? So it was really refreshing when we got get out uh was it like it was two years ago i think now that it's get know, out yeah, yeah. yeah it was about get out was ago. like around about like a year or two ago okay and uh it was very interesting like you said to kind of have this guy that we know as this comedian you know sketch comedy from mad tv and you know comedy central and all that to make a movie that's not only good but has you know themes uh that are deep and also, um, I mean, I don't know, like, let's go ahead and mention that Us is, uh, I, I would say, is more of a horror film than Get Out. But I also feel that Us is almost borderline, if not sci-fi in a lot of ways. And we can get into that more later, like when we go into spoilers. But Get Out was pretty specific. Um, you know, there are underlying themes and, and messages throughout the movie and the acting mm -hmm. and everything. That movie's just, it's good. It's a good film. And um, I think people were just really surprised by like the amount of success and how well it actually was. Um, coming from somebody who's not known to be a director, not known for horror or anything like that. But uh, Us feels like there's a bunch of layers. Did you kind of get that vibe? Um, like having time to think about the movie how, how would you differ uh this movie from get out uh well i mean jordan's kind of kind of kept like this whole you know dark comedy kind of thing but it's not exactly like another horror movie in the way that you would think it's a horror movie it's more like a thriller or something like that yeah it's very yeah tense. So, it's, it's very tense and you know there are those horror elements into it but it's not like lies jump scares and everything mm -hmm. like that it's more you know not dealing with demons and monsters and like all this kind of stuff because you know when i first saw us i saw the trailer for us i thought it was gonna be like some like voodoo movie or something like that which mm -hmm. jordan was looking on but uh it wasn't until i actually got in the theater and sat down and watched it i was like oh Oh, okay, I see how he's going with this. Kind of being yeah. like, like the movie is really like poetic in a way. 
definitely, definitely very poetic, very, um, very deep with like, to me, I was very surprised about how many different ways you could look at yeah. the film and, and almost get a different version of it. Like you could go into it with, um, just thinking like you're about to see a scary movie, right? And you will get that enjoyment. You'll be entertained. Um, I didn't think it was like super scary. I mean, like you said, it's more of a thriller in the sense that it's like very tense. There are like horror uh, aspects to it, but um, it's creepy. It's creepy. You know, yeah, it's like the creepy. idea on premise is like bizarre and weird. Yeah. And it's very strange. Uh, but uh, you know, like I'm surprised that they didn't give too much away through the trailer. You know, because I saw the trailer and I just didn't really know what this film was going to be like you know <laughs> yeah because it's it's very much like oh i thought this was going to be a home of invasion slasher type film um you know something like that because you don't yeah. really see too much more but obviously once we get into spoilers we'll be able to discuss like it's it's a it's a lot deeper than that it's not so you know cut and dry but um so like when when watching this uh were you able to predict or really guess the direction Jordan Peele was going with this film without giving spoilers away? Well, the easiest way to do that would be to actually pay attention, you know. Mhm. Yeah, just and from start to was, finish. Yeah, and so, like, when I was at the beginning of the movie, you know, I'm just trying to understand, like, what is I'm getting, what am I getting myself into watching this? Because, like, you, you won't realize a lot of things. You you think, oh, okay, like, this is just uh, another scary movie. And right. you got, like, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you got this lady and her family. She's trying to protect her family from this lady that looks like her. That's all you see. And then later down the line, you know, things start to unravel a little bit more for mm -hmm. you. It's crazy, yo. Yeah, there's like a, there's a a bigger picture that oh, yeah. you know you you actually when you look back and think about it, it's really foreshadowed a lot. Like everything pays off in the film. Like everything little that you see, like every scene, everything that's in the movie and said has purpose and is um is usually leading or hinting at something bigger down the road so that's fun you know because honestly man like generally i walked out and i was kind of like you know that was good that was entertaining i don't know if it was as hyped up or if i enjoyed it as much as i was hoping i would um maybe because of expectations i guess because you know the ads were just saying like a new nightmare from the mind of get out jordan peele you know just like a lot of people have been talking so much uh praise for him and i mean rightfully so i mean i i, I don't take that away but you know your expectations can't help but to be pretty high but that's why i'm thinking to myself now i've had a a day or two to think about the film hear what other people had to say uh, read into it because that's fun about s certain stories no matter what it is it could be a video game uh, a mm -hmm. book or, or, or a movie or a TV show where you can kind of go in and, and see what other theories or uh, opinions on 
you know, not really lore, but just like the Easter eggs and little details. And, oh, I didn't notice that. And it was um, a different movie to me today thinking about um, in a good way. And um, I think that's what really is uh, impressive about this movie. Um, yeah. It's just the fact that it changes over time. You can look at it different ways and you can go and see this movie um, over and over again. And it could be a different film with a different message uh, depending on your perspective. So yeah, yeah really, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Easter eggs though, like I did see a couple of Easter eggs that call back to like get out a little bit. Wasn't yeah. nothing that was like too significant, but like, you know, um, there's like certain things bef- like when uh before the movie actually starts there's like you know the uh you know the uh company logos they pop up and everything like that you'll mm-hmm. see a couple of little callbacks to the Yoda movie so yeah they're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah you just gotta recognize them when you see them well you know Jordan Peele's attention to detail man is like unmatched like he knows his horror like he just knows his films um, and his man could be a murderer and get away with it, man. I'm I mean, he probably exactly. <laughs> it's a little sketchy. I mean, people always would like ask uh, Stephen King, like, what kind of crazy shit did you go through in your life to think of uh, all this wild and scary stuff? And he was just like, I just had a normal childhood. I mean, you know, it's just imagination, man. I mean, it seems like uh, what's so unique and fresh about us and get out um because it regardless if you like it or not these two films are going to get compared um that they're both unique and and fresh for the genre you know we were just talking about you know uh blumhouse with you know and just monsters and demons and those the same tropes and jump scares like horror was really needing something uh fresh um, and I think we got it here with uh, these two movies, and and even with us, I think I like us a lot more than I like Get Out. Um, as something I would want to watch over again, I always felt like Get Out was like you saw it, you experienced it, but there's no point really to go back a lot, you know. Um, yeah. If somebody had it on, I'd sit down and go, "Oh, Get Out, cool," you know. Plus, you don't want to go back and like watch it another time, see if you can just spot those little instances yeah. that you know happened and you had to call back to after a certain point at the movie right so so um, yeah what would you what would you say about the uh the acting in this film though lupita nyong'o is bae <laughs> oh dude she was amazing man she's bad yo she was she so good so bad yeah she was really good dude. and you know um, they had a lot of those actors man some pretty decent actors and they had a lot of good uh the child acting up in here that was pretty solid too man i'm glad you brought that up bro real quick because i do you hate or get annoyed by child actors sometimes sometimes you know they seem so like out of it and everything every time i look at child actors i kind of like go back to those days where you was watching goosebumps and you know they had those kids looking like what was that like the 70s and 80s that goosebumps was there Oh, Goosebumps was like... No, it was 90s. like 90s. 90s, yeah. my bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, you know those kids, you see them, they screaming, and they're, like, smiling while they're screaming on Goosebumps. So, like, that's kind of what I get whenever I see some kids be acting. But these kids, <laughs> they were pretty solid, you know? 
They were. And I think that's yeah. all thanks to like Jordan Peele's writing and his like ability to like direct these kids. I feel like that's a lot of the problems when you have like uh, kids in your movies and stuff. It's probably uh, there's just like it's not really the writing. It's like the director just doesn't know what to do and how to like really get good performances out of them. But these two kids, man. And here's the big thing about acting overall in this movie. Mm-hmm. Each of the main characters of this uh, this family, each has to play their doppelganger. They have to play their copy version of themselves, like which is a whole another character in a in a way. So the cast was you know, really small when you think about it. It was, yeah. Well, like the scope was very small. It always kept us very focused on this family, and there's this other family, Tim Heidecker's uh, family. Um, but you don't really get introduced to a lot of side characters, strangers, other people a lot. You know, it's really just them. But I I actually enjoy that. It kind of keeps you just really hooked and tethered <laughs> to these yeah. these people. Like, there's no distractions. You're constantly just, like, watching them. And the chemistry between all of them I thought was really good. They, they made me believe they were, like, a family. Um... And, and it just was interesting, man. It was just an interesting performance by every one of them, especially how they differ uh, when they are playing the uh, the other the the doppelgangers. You know, like I wonder how they approached it, but um, I think they all did a pretty good job. But yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, speaking of doppelgangers, you know they got like a specific name for them, right? Like they mentioned it like a couple times in the movie. But I don't know if that's too spoilery or not. Um, well, go ahead and mention it. Yeah, what is it you called? Know, I think they're called tethered. Are they're they tethered? tethered? Yeah, they're they're the tethered. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what people coined them and everything. Yeah, they're yeah. referenced like tethered. You know, so like you see um you see uh, uh Lupita Nyong'o's uh, doppelganger is called. Her name's Red. You know, they call her Red on the movie. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Some she, of them she have tells like, their names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, this the tethered. It was, um, it was interesting how they explained different things. Um, um, the pacing of the film overall, like, was pretty good, I would say. Um, yeah. do you have any, do you have any negatives that aren't spoilers for the film? Oh, um, I don't know, man. I mean... I, I really just sat through and enjoyed the whole movie. You know, it was pretty much it. It was pretty immersive. Uh, the writing could have been a little better here and there, but you know, I, I, I say I, I enjoyed it completely. You know, I didn't pay attention that much to like anything that was just wrong because it it really wasn't much wrong. You know, the only things that I would say is um, really with a lot of stories or films or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try to go too deep into it. <laughs> like certain oh, yeah. things, like just, you know, ignore those logical questions you have. Like, oh, how is that possible? What, how did that happen? How did they, you, you, if you can let that stuff go and just let things happen and just take whatever you're given, then you're going to enjoy yourself <laughs> thoroughly. Um, I think oh, that's yeah. where, like, the only thing I didn't care for is like without giving anything away it's just like near the end certain things that are 
um, you know, re- reveal to us, uh, the audience, I was just kind of like, eh, Oh okay. yeah. I you remember know? that. I know yeah, exactly what you're talking about too. Yeah. It just kind of felt like sometimes mystery is best, you know, like let, yeah. let my mind wander. You don't need to give me, um, certain information, you know? So, but we'll, we'll have to save that for the, um, the spoiler section. I will say like one other thing is I really enjoyed the music in this movie. I thought oh, that was really definitely. good. The music yeah. uh, that played, it was very close to the beginning. There was this music and, you know, and uh, there, there was this, there's like a really specific, like, I don't want to say, what, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's just, about, really like, good. it's right at the beginning, you know, when they first showed like the title of the movie and everything oh, like that. Um, and they had like the cages with like the rabbits in it. I don't remember what they play. I know that there's like like put five on it that that dun, 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 oh. like the strings. There's that, and that was <laughs> like how they got that. Yeah, song. that was pretty good. Man, the yeah. song was stuck in my head for days after that. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm talking about like towards the beginning. There's this there's this score that's kind of like really like you know pulling you in, man. It's kind of just like intense. Was it like with like opera singers or like yeah 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 Yeah, there's a lot of that throughout the film where it's like oh man you know and you got like these uh, people like kind (laughs) of like humming and you know yelling and they oh dude yeah gives you this very creepy eerie vibe you know it's kind of like something like out of like the Omen or or The Shining or something like I don't know there's so once once people if you guys have seen the movie you guys know what we're talking about what if you haven't seen the movie. Uh, yeah, just pay attention at the beginning. The, it, regardless, like the the music throughout the film is just like really good. But what perfect selection of music? Oh yeah, dude, it's good. It, it just adds like a whole nother uh, vibe to the film and a whole nother layer um, because it really plays well with what's going on. And um, I really appreciated that. Um, what else is there? Uh, it's I would say that, um, you know, go check it out. I mean, it's it's a good film. It's a good horror film. Even though if I had to go out on a limb, I I would say it's more sci-fi. And I, I think, like, once you yeah. get into spoilers, you can kind of see where I'm coming from. But Sci-fi, um, dark comedy kind of yeah, movie. Yeah. It, it, and, there are plenty of funny moments up in the movie. You'll, yeah, you'll that's true. That's that's good. I'm glad so you brought that up. Because, like, there especially when like stuff actually starts to go down man like stuff it's just some random stuff up in there that's just funny some of the characters say some funny stuff yeah it, dude, the writing is on point oh yeah well well like the kids are funny and the the husband the father he oh, is definitely. he's awesome man he's, he's so good he's Winston so duke good, is his man. name he's also a yeah. panther man he he does a he really played, good job uh, in here man he played the leader of uh what was it? The, the, the monkey tribe up in there? They yeah, said the it was a tribe, tribe that lived on the monkey Panther. in the mountains. Yeah. 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 The ones was that was good. being outcast. But yeah, he he was in there. And uh he yeah, he played the father. It was great, man. You know, he, he was doing stuff like a father would sound like doing, man. You know, he's so <laughs> He has so many dad jokes. So many dad jokes and he's just so detached from <laughs> his wife and his family and everything like that. He's trying to live so carefree and trying not to let stuff weigh him down. <laughs> yeah. Man. He just, you know, he just, he, he sells the part. Uh, and, and you know what? I really actually appreciate 
how he um, he holds his own, even though there was parts throughout the film where I'm like, come on, man. Like, you, <laughs> you know, he, he, he gets this is not really spoiler. I mean, he gets banged up and it, it kind of yeah. seems like he it just lasts throughout the film. And you're just it, it adds tension for sure, because you're like, oh, yeah. oh my God, dude get out of there <laughs> you know and he just is dragging but um you know i think that the action in here like the gore and the violence uh, and i think that's where people look at it and go ah horror because this reminds me of like twilight zone type vibes um yeah it's definitely speaking of twilight zone you know jordan peele is doing that too yes dude and after seeing this man uh, oh, are man. you more or or less excited to see twilight zone the thing is, though, is that it's going to be stuck on some streaming service. Like, what was it, CBS or something? Yeah, CBS, it? like, Access. That's what that... That's the service that Star Trek is on, the new Star Trek show. Discovery, oh, I God. think. I don't yeah. want to do that. I know, I, man, but I... yeah, You know what? They'll probably do something, like, where they're like, all right, here's the first episode. Watch it. It's free. And I know that it's probably going to be good. And if it is, then I might have to just, like figure out something just to watch that show or just There's wait till it's all down too you know? many streaming services as it is man i know man i know it's gonna be five dollars on a streaming service oh yeah definitely man it's gonna become an yeah. issue and um um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where us goes like will we be yeah. able to watch did get out go on netflix or anything i don't think it did. uh i don't think it did no no i don't think so huh you know so but you have to see, man. We we just have to wait and see. But you know, you, we got you got other stuff that Jordan Peele is going to be doing coming up. You know, you got he he's doing Candyman. Yeah, that's true. Which is another yeah. horror film. Uh huh. Do you think that I he's think going to, going to be great? Well, after Candyman, do you think he's going to go off into other territory? Or you think he's just going to stay with uh, horror? I think he might branch out some more. You know, when I think so. when it comes to like comedians. Uh, a lot of them actually do really well when it comes to like other genres other than comedy. Like, you, they can do other genres even better than they do at comedy. That's yeah. what it happens a lot. Because uh, you you look at like Adam Sandler and like uh, Robin Williams, man, especially Robin Williams. I know you remember Goodwill Hunting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like that, man. Oh man, that stuff hits your heart. Yeah, comedians tend to be really good at stuff like that. You know what's interesting, man, and one last thing, and then we're going to move into spoilers. Um, it is, like, the biggest thing about this for me is the fact that I knew him so much uh, when it came to, like, uh, like comedy and just he's he's hilarious, man. Oh, yeah, but he's it, it just It shows, like, how a lot of people that are truly talented, man, can go into other lanes and strive and that especially when it comes to comedians like you're talking like they have this whole other side to them whether it's dark whether it's emotional and sad um it's really interesting to see that side um come out in their uh artistry as far as either acting in their roles or like for jordan uh directing and writing because you know one of the interviews i saw from him is you know after the success of get out obviously there's pressure right like how are you going to oh, live yeah. up to that but he said you know i'm just going to write the movie that i've always wanted to exist but doesn't and i'm just going to write this movie for me and oh yeah you know uh, it's one more thing to, to mention though 
Like, this is only the second movie. He's supposed to be doing two more movies after these. Does that include Candyman, or is this, like, two original? No, like... like, two original movies, oh, okay. I think. Well, I think dude, it's I'm ready for like two original movies because <laughs> I, I think that's what he said he was gonna go for. It was gonna be like a a, a quad a series, a series of like these four movies, and they, I think they're all like indirectly connected to each other in a way. Yeah, it would make know. sense that these movies take place in the same universe. Kind of like how Stephen King is doing, you know. Mm-hmm. You got uh, you had it the uh, last year with the reboot and everything. You're supposed to be having it coming up later on this year if they ever actually announced that you know they already got the cast and everything like that but next up for Stephen King is actually Pet Cemetery. so yeah and I've heard like good things about that so far so I'm excited oh man I can't wait for that dude I think we're about to enter hopefully uh, a revival of horror I think that we're gonna get either a mixture of brand new and fresh stories characters and ideas and 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 then like yeah like these Stephen King stories that are uh, people are able to like really do them justice now in uh, modern time. So um, I'm excited and I'm excited if Jordan Peele stays in horror. I think the the genre needs him um, and others like him. Um, and if he decides to go off into other genres, hey, I mean I'm all I I I'd rather take you know because honestly us uh, us out of the two is one of the more bizarre premises and just ideas when you really like mm-hmm. break it down you're kind of like oh that's kind of it's kind of how did he come up with that you know get out has more of like a, it's strange but there's more of like i would say some realism to it like it you was feel, more contained yeah yeah very contained true it was very contained on that one. Us is more epidemic after a certain point in the movie. Yeah, it, it, it's not just like what you see is what you get. There's like deeper layers that affect more than just uh, the people that we are following along. But um, before we get into like spoilers and everything, man, Mike, what what would you say, man? What's your final, um, you know, grade or uh you know statement on the the movie and uh do you think the listeners should go check it out if they haven't already pause the podcast right now and go and get you a ticket and go see this movie then come back after you finish the movie so that you can actually see what kind of like area we going into because like this is like pretty it's a pretty tight movie man we about to go down the rabbit hole man Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, I, a, a little thing I like to start here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna challenge you. Okay. So, out of like five or out of ten, use something from the movie as your grading scale. All right. So, um, like for this movie, it could be like, well, it's four golden scissors out of five or something like that. So. <laughs> What, <laughs> what, what is your, what is your final rating for the movie Us by Jordan Peele? It's yeah, I say one dead rabbit and four more a living rabbits. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So are the four living rabbits are those like the stars? Like that's like the good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Gotcha. Um, well, I, yeah, I would have to say that, uh, it would be, you know, four golden pair of scissors 
uh, out of five, um, I think it's a great movie to go check out, especially if you're a fan of the genre or if you're just a fan of good uh, filmmaking and story. Um, I think, you know, it's comforting to know that Jordan Peele didn't have a sophomore slump when it comes to this movie. And, um, you know, I think overall the cast, everybody that worked on the film from the score to the acting, uh, directing, writing, everything was really on point for what it was. Um, pacing was great. Pacing was great, dude. It had, it, it, it had you wrapped up in wanting to know what is, you know, what's happening? Where are we going with this? Like the whole time from the beginning to the very end. So, um, it's something that you can think about and go a little deep and it can either make the experience better or it can ruin it. (laughs) So be careful of that. Um, but overall, I think, you know, if you have the opportunity to go catch this, uh, please do go support the film. Um, and if you don't get a chance to while it's in theaters, be sure to check it out whenever you get the opportunity, whether it's out on Redbox or digital or, or however you get a hold of your movies <laughs> once they're not in movie theaters. Go go check out Us. Uh, it was a good film. It's a good horror film. Oh, yeah. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Don't, don't let none of the, like, don't let none of the critic scores or anything tell you anything about this movie. You have to go and see it for yourself. To yeah, it yeah, day. yeah. Yeah, especially, like, even listening to us. Like, make sure to go get your own opinion. And uh, mm-hmm. we want to hear if you agree or disagree with what we think uh, when we do these reviews. So, um, but I would definitely agree with Mike and say, go ahead and pause. If you haven't seen the movie, go check it out. Then come back and tune in at this point in the podcast so you can geek out with us <laughs> as we yeah. go down the rabbit hole and discuss uh, spoilers for the movie Us. So if you are still listening, this is your final warning. Me and Mike are about to go into spoiler territory. So there's no Spoiler turning back. Time. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. You guys had your warning. Uh, if you are hearing my voice right now, I hope you enjoyed Us, and I hope you're ready to hear me and Mike talk about some of the Easter eggs, some of the themes and messages and, and, and story details that we couldn't discuss in like our general review of the movie. But, um, I guess Mike, where, where, where do you want to, where do you want to start? I mean, uh, just pick place and we'll just go from there at the end. Eh? Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> That's always the major spoiler, right? The, the ending. Don't spoil the ending. Like, um, what did you think of the ending of the movie? It all just wraps itself around, you know. It all comes around in your head. But before I do anything else, I want y'all to open up y'all Bibles to Jeremiah eleven eleven. All right, we got to read this verse. So let me see. <laughs> Mike, Mike's bringing us to church. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta read it, man. I gotta read it. You gotta read it. Therefore, thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring upon evil upon them which they have shall not be able to escape and through they shall not though they shall not cry unto me i will not hearken unto them so like mm. that is one of the important verses that's constantly being shown throughout the movie you have all those coincidences you see 1111 multiple times throughout the movie you see like mm-hmm. even like certain number of like different objects it's like the objects are even you know Mm -hmm. so like there's all of that and you see 
like uh even a certain part at the beginning of the film you know you see what they're riding in the car right and so like there's a sticker on the back of the window in the review window window uh, you know what i'm talking about the review window uh with the family but like it's you know in reverse so mm. like, there's a ton of cinematography and a ton of just like different like dynamics and stuff that you can put your story together with and you know we find out that it's actually the 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 characters that you watched the whole time kind of in a way was actually the bad guy yeah yeah that's that that was the huge twist that was like a really big twist because like there's certain parts in the movie you know that kind of hints at it when you come back to it mm-hmm. like how the way she was like freaking out before it actually happened she started to notice the co- coincidences and how uh she saw like the same guy that had jeremiah eleven eleven on his uh <clears throat> on that cardboard paper he was still there but he was being loaded onto the hospital onto the um onto yeah. the ambulance and everything ambulance, yeah uh, but yeah, dude, like, it was a ton of stuff that was just like, oh man, this movie was pretty tight. <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. it. Um, I enjoyed yeah, it. The, the ending, you know, does leave you kind of wondering, um, like just thinking of back through like the, the whole film and seeing, oh, oh, they were basically telling us the whole time, but we couldn't piece it together until you look back. Because it turns out that our main character, she went... Okay, so at the beginning of the film, we start the film back in 86, right? Um, and they're at a carnival yeah. place on, on, a, on a boardwalk or something. Girl goes into this like House of Mirror Merlin place, right, I think. And Merlin's four? Yes, yeah. It was like yeah. one of those fun houses. And she sees herself but it's it's not just her reflection it's like like a clone of her um and then like it kind of jumps from there and then we get into modern time and stuff but like there's flashbacks and and little things that kind of like you said hint at the fact that like hmm you know is this her or is this like the 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 double the doppelganger and it comes uh, you know to our attention that oh that's the fake that's the clone. Um, yeah. And the one that was uh, chasing them that we are thinking is like the main bad guy, the villain is actually the real girl that wandered into the fun house, but she was like kidnapped and, and handcuffed to a bed and, and swapped left out. Yeah. yeah. And, and so and, like it, it yeah. was very, it, I, I wouldn't say that it was predictable, but I had a hunch. I thought about it at the beginning of my, okay like is she just traumatized or is that you know what she is wasn't that? talking yeah certain things once we get more details about these these uh, clones uh you start to go hmm that looks you know that looks odd but um it didn't blow me away though it was oh my gosh that's yeah her. it didn't blow me away but i i was, was like that's like, cool oh yeah yeah, it was, you know, it was very, yeah. There's there's that theory that um 
you know, she gives that look to her son, the one that wears the mask, the like Chewbacca mask, uh-huh. or, you know, and he's, he throughout the film sees her at different times. And he kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, that's odd. That's weird. That, you know, and it's like, he knows that that's not really her. It's, um, it's not until the, the point where, you know, they're in their friend's house. It was like their neighbors or whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, and like, family. yeah yeah and and they see and and the son he walks back in to check on the mom because she had left like the keys or whatever mm-hmm. or something and uh she's one of the twins was still alive and so like he sees her just like freaking just pounding the twin with those golden scissors and like she's letting out this wow scream that like you know, it was not human. Yeah. And it's like a sound that they've seen the doppelgangers like talk like, or try to, you know, make, or, you know, it was very bizarre. Like seeing the thing thing that's funny though, is that, uh, red is like the only one that talked. Yeah. Yeah. She's like like the leader. She's Mm. the leader. She's literally the leader of all of the tethers. So like she she's the only one that talks because she's actually originally human, right? So that's uh one yeah, red flag right there. That's like one of the first red flags. Well, and you know how they cover that up really nice is yeah. her voice. Basically, she doesn't talk, but she's you know she's talked her before. She knows how to. Very like croaky, very Ooh. dry. That's creepy. It's a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if somebody was choking somebody and they were talking, it would sound like that. (laughs) It's creepy. It definitely adds like a layer of like, this is a freaky person. I don't want to be in the same room with. I mean, but all the doppelgangers are pretty weird and they're, I guess they're supposed to be the opposite of, the the original people in some ways right like no actually she actually mentioned it uh the government it has something to do with the government creating clones of people to con- control like population or something like that uh-huh. so it has something to do with that it had to do with something like that you know the government they were creating clones of people and then you know, at a certain point in time, you know, the government's actually shut down the project of the cloning and everything like that. So, like, those people were left down there to actually, like, just, like, were abandoned and starved and they lost intelligence and everything like that. Bro, it was... That's the only part of this whole thing that... That was... Kind of disappointed me, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it was... That was one of the... That was one of those things that was, like huh you know like why and i think that's why they end up having to like explain like old girl red she at the end is like explaining everything and it was like uh you know i wish you didn't have to you didn't you didn't have to but i feel like people are saying that like maybe jordan peele thought that like all right people are either just not gonna like get this a lot of people, and a lot of people I've heard have been kind of like, huh, I don't really get what that was about. 
Um, and I can see why, um, because it, it, it dances on so many different lines. Like they're connected, they're tethered, right? Um, it's almost like they tried to clone humans, but that you couldn't clone a soul. But it was like a, it was like an it exact was copy. two bodies tied to one soul or something. Like yeah, because like it gets like funky because, it, you know, and this is where you have to be careful with this movie because if you try to like really put everything into logical terms, you're, you're not gonna, gonna come get out there. with a migraine, man. Bro, you're, you're it, you are, hurt. man. It's gonna like just make your brain explode because it's it's bizarre and it's weird. And it's not supposed to. You're supposed to just accept what you're given and just go with it but at the end of the movie you're just gonna be like why if they were just stuck down there you could just easily go in there why didn't they just come back out like yeah and, like, why, and why, they're why underground and why yeah. did the government just say all right fuck it we're done with this and we're just gonna like just not leave them anything. yeah you could you could at least like kill them or something yeah yeah because here's another thing a lot of people bring up, and here we go. We're just going to start doing this. But um, <laughs> when it comes to why can the the family, like the son, he controls his copy. Like, yeah. He, he starts walking backwards, and he pulls the doppelganger version of himself, like the one that wears a mask. He's mm-hmm. got a burnt face like Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. Um, why, you know, are they connected was the doppelgangers made in order to control the people on top, but instead it just didn't work or something. And that's why they, I didn't like the whole, it's a government experiment. I, I kind of wish it was. Something yeah, it, it threw it different. off. Yeah. It threw it off really hard, you know? And, and then you find yeah. out that it's like on a much, much larger scale. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about that when they're, um, watching the news and you find out that it's not just them that it's happening to. It's like all everybody. Over. It's everybody across the world is people like gathered up with their hands and together, literally stretching across like oceans and the country uh, hands across America thing going on. Yeah. I think it's really just that. And so, like, you just see, like, a, at the end of the movie, you see, like, a line of just those tethered people just, like, going across, holding like, hands. the fields and stuff, holding hands. And you see, like, the helicopters looking at them, trying to understand what exactly these people are doing and where do they come from and everything like that. So it's 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 a scratch. It's a head scratcher, man. I, I got to tell you. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, like, that's where I was kind of like, oh, I kind of wish you didn't show me that kind of wish i was left to think like i wonder if that's happening everywhere else because at first i thought it was just happening in that city like at that beach town it's gotta be just happening in like the u.s because it's a lot of political like undertone inside the movie oh for sure dude for for one just the title alone us you know us mean like u.s u.s Yeah, yeah and they bring up america they they you know, there's a part where the father asks, you know, who are you? And, and you see Red and she's like, you're America. You're Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freaky the way she said it, too. It was just like, uh. we are Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, but, uh, uh, it was strange, man. <laughs> um, and, you know, that, that there's a. Red was watching the commercial when she was a little girl. 
She was watching the commercial on the TV with the Hands Across America uh, little slogan and everything like that, you know. And that was a big deal. That was actually a real thing back in, like, the 80s. So mm-hmm. uh, it's really just a callback to that. And since that was, like, one of the last things that she actually remembered when she was a child, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I you know, and hands across oh, she America. Had a shirt, you knew. Right? Yeah, she had the shirt. She had the shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh what else she did? Uh she had the thriller shirt that she had the thriller shirt. That but, it inspired like the costumes. That's why they have one glove uh-huh, because of the Michael uh-huh. Jackson thriller. Yeah. yeah. See, and they then, have and the I'm one like, glove that's because cool. of that. I like all those little like every little thing kinda like makes sense and has a purpose but then it makes you think too deep and uh, into things that maybe you don't need to but there's a lot of like like you said there's a lot of like political themes that uh i mean like out of those which one was the one that really stood out to you the most i mean that you caught on like there's some that i caught on to and then there were some that after looking up some stuff i was like oh okay yeah i can see it like that too like what was the one that got through to you i think uh you know the movie in itself was kind of like a reflection of what's really going on in society right now you know yeah with uh you know so much corruption in the government and people are like really there's a lot of poverty on the street and everything like that it's it's more like this movie was more like people that were on the street, all gathered up together. Let's kill the people that are actually having the good lives and take their place. Mm. So that's kind of what was going on, you know. But yeah. uh, it was also about like how this little girl was being selfish and took something from someone from someone who had everything, and she kind of sparked a a, a a war with it in a way you know what i'm saying yeah that's true that's a good point because, i didn't think about that oh yeah for sure because at, at the end you realize she started all of this like she she literally started all of this this all happened because of her you put your family in jeopardy because of this you almost lost your kids and your husband because of this stuff like this and you know you took you took the life that your doppelganger was supposed to have and you gave your doppelganger your old life while you going and living the good life. And, you know, she said uh, at the end, she said, you could have took me with you. Yeah, true, true. We could have both left. She said, you could have took me with you. We could have both left out of there and we would have went up there together. But instead, like, you know, she choked her out and next thing you know, she's woken she woke up in the bed, man. That's that's messed up, y'all. That's very messed up. Especially because she's a kid. Because she's a child, man. That is yeah. crazy. And you, you see like how strong the tethered are, man. Like they're they they freaking bears, man. Yeah. They're pretty they're pretty uh intense when it comes to they're agile and strong, man. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you see that coming out of the mother because remember, man, the mother's and she got shanked and everything, got cut up, got dragged all over the place, got yanked into a house by like multiple of those tethers. 
So, like, at that point, you think, you know, there's something really going on with her. Especially when the son starts to notice, too. Because, I mean, with, like, the with the tethered and, and they're, like, freak experiments, you know? They're, like, government mm-hmm. projects that, um, I guess, like, either, like, I think you mentioned something like could be used as, like, soldiers or um, could yeah. be used as, like, sleeper agents or, you know, could just whatever purposes but their treatment and their their purpose it was it was so bizarre because it's like they ate rabbits like why why rabbits you know, and, their behavior was like the zombies off of michael jackson's yeah. book. that's why they was walking around like that i think jordan jordan peele had some kind of imagery going on with there yeah. with the way they were walking around kind of a callback to michael jackson with and that just any because zombie they, flick probably Pretty much most zombie flicks in the way, because mm. they was really just like doing these unnecessary motions while they was moving around and everything, and you see I, that a lot. I think like out of all the themes that hit me, like and but I understand where everybody else like when people bring up their their perspective or what they really caught from it. Like for me, it was duality. Like you know, there's like you said, eleven eleven. Everything the coincidences. It's oh, just yeah. the fact of, uh, you know, everybody has a good side and a, and a dark side. and uh, That's another you know, one of the things, you know. Yeah. Like, that was one happy, of the pitches of the movie, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah. See, and, and that's yeah. why I think you're mentioning how us, the title, can represent multiple things. But it can also represent, like, who is the enemy here? Like... And what you know, they always say, like, you're your own enemy, yeah, yeah, your own worst enemy, and how that's true. And like, I remember listening to interviews from Jordan Peele about the movie, talking about how he was saying, you know, wouldn't that freak you out? Like, you see a clone of yourself, he said, like, you know, you won't, you almost know that one of you has to go because both of you really can't exist, and that was kind of probably what happened. With which is weird, like where's the intelligence level with the the tethers? Because the one that wandered up the ex uh, the escalator into the the place randomly, which yeah, we can't get into that because that you you know that kind of ruins some of the movie, like in the sense of like oh, logic, which I have spoilers I now. Yeah, well, no, like like <laughs> logically, like why is logically that, why is yeah that so easy to get in and out of you know like that kind of shit if you. If you could just if you if you could just go up an escalator and leave out of a mirror house, what's really stopping you from exactly. like actually just coming up there and seeing for yourself what happened? Exactly. So like when you start thinking about that, then it kind of like fucks shit up for you. You know, you kind of start looking at the movie like, oh, why couldn't I do that? And yeah. um, but like the sense that these these versions of yourself like killing you when that freak you out and that that maybe they represent like the worst qualities of yourself um you know just the the whole duality of like life you know as above so below kind of vibe and that can also yeah. represent like what what we're seeing with them living underground and you know she talks like the the only part that they needed in this film to explain things was when they first show up and they're in the house by the the fireplace and she tells uh them the story and that was yeah. it that's all i really needed because there's more details there than you know at on the surface but it was interesting to see that you know she had to like connect with this other tether 
because the one on the surface fell in love with this other dude. So then she had to have the same kids, but they were like the opposite. Like, you know, it was so bizarre. The premise was like, wow, this is so weird on different levels, but I'm enjoying it. But like, it wasn't scary. So I don't know. Like, I don't, do you really consider it's a horror film in the sense of being scared? Or do you think it's just like a freaky, weird premise that, like I said, man, it's it's more of a thriller. It, it was more of a thriller with like a dark comedy kind of thing going for it. I wasn't gonna I, like at that point when they're sitting up in the living room and everything. I just knew for a fact I can't take this movie completely serious. <laughs> Yo, what did you think about like when the the Tim Heidecker family? That's when that shit kind of flipped. That was something that that was when was it was like wild, man. And you know, at that point, you know, you got the family. They're like killing machines. They're just going at it, man. You know, they actually have an argument about how many they kill each. They do. They compare high scores. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny to me, man. So, you know, at that point, you know, it was pretty. That was that. For for the plot to, like, turn up like that, you know, the way it did, I thought it was just going to be, like, contained to... That them. specific family and Adelaide and Red and how they was going to butt heads. But after that, and you see like the opposites for them, it was like, oh, yeah, I see where this is going now. I enjoyed that. I mean, it was yeah, really interesting. I, really, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. When that, when Tim Heidecker's family, you see that they have doppelgangers and they murder that family. And, and it's so <laughs> weird. It's so quick and just out of the blue. And you're like, what the fuck? And then the family, our main family that we were following along shows up there and then has to like fight their, those people's doppelgangers. And that's when you find out that this is happening on a larger scale. Uh And, and I mean, at the beginning of the movie, dude, uh, they have that text and it's like, Hey, Oh, in America, there's a bunch of secret hidden tunnels and some, some, you know, are just subways and some are mining shafts and shit. And, but, Oh, but then there's some that, we don't know why they're there. And, and so it was very, uh, I don't know. Like that's where it kind of like leads me astray though. It's kind of like, I kind of wish it was another premise on that. You know, like I don't see it. I mean, it wasn't that it had holes. It was just like, it was just not, I don't know. Like it wasn't a negative, but it it was was like, why? Yeah, like, why'd you go with that direction? Like, you could do the same, but it's so different that that's why I remember that, though. Like, because it's not, because it stands out, because it's not just what I would expect. And I think sometimes when people try different ways of going about some of these stories, and uh, we've had so many crazy good horror films or just movies in general, that it's hard to be original and unique nowadays. And that's why we have so many reboots and just things that are made off of uh source material that's already pre-existing you know to get something like this like like remember what i said like i thought earlier this movie was going to be like some voodoo shit yeah yeah i thought it it was going to be like going into like some kind of voodoo where like magic they're under like a curse and everything you see like the omens and everything the coincidences were like the bad omens right me too and so like Right then and there, it was like, like, oh man, this movie's gonna be hitting or something, man. This got something going on, y'all. 
and it goes in another kind of like left field, man. You know, so like you kind of the the more you kind of think about the movie, the more questions you're gonna ask, mm-hmm. and you know, you start to ask the questions like, what was the point of doing all those coincidences exactly what did they kind of represent mm-hmm. in a way um you know you got a whole bunch of stuff that you just got to think about you know that that, that that's on your mind there's a lot of layers to it man and i think that's what's mm-hmm. fun about the movie and that's why like i mentioned it changed for me over time because hearing other people's opinions you kind of go okay let me think about it like that all right, cool. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. And and like there are so many different themes and messages that aren't so like, you know, I wouldn't say obvious, but get out, you know, is very specific. This one I feel like has, you know, you could look at it so many different ways and still get the full effect, you know. So there is that whole sense of like here's the oppressed, uh, you know, rising up to rebel to start a revolution of some sense and there's you know social classes and you know just you know how there's the people on top that are you know flourishing talking about when reds you know in the living room explain like you know we had like the shitty everything pain where you had fun we had bad times you know it was always the opposite and you think about that like, oh, man, that would be terrible to, you know, it'd be terrible to be in that situation and to realize that, you know, you're you're kind of stuck down there. Oh, that was, oh, my gosh, dude, I'm just thinking about this. If the little girl, she, we see her in ball, doing ballet, why didn't yeah. she just leave when it was all <laughs> She didn't leave. No, no she didn't. What's funny even more is that the whole family knew where to go, where all these people live and everything. The hell did we just watch, bro? No. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think Jordan Peele has mind fucked us all, dude. I think he purposely made it. He's like, y'all like to dissect, get out, cool. I'm going to give y'all something to dissect here. Dun, 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 dun. He made like the most like crazy. I mean, look, there's there's so many movies and stories that are so like out of this you got to look at look, <laughs> I think the best way for you to enjoy this movie is you, you look at it from a poetic like, standpoint you got to look at it from a poetic aspect or else you're just going to confuse yourself even more yeah 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 it's, um, it's all poetic it's nothing there that's supposed to exactly make sense 100 percent you know so let me ask you real quick because you brought up that bible verse or bible yeah. verse uh like where is that in the movie as far as like is it just saying like hey these people are going to go through something and not they can't escape nothing's going to help them is that is that kind of what that is like a omen for that i i, I think let me see uh therefore let's say the lord behold i will bring evil upon them which they shall not be able to escape and though they shall cry unto me i will not hearken unto them um, it kind of sounds like, hey, evil's about to happen to you, and you're gonna like want some help, but nobody's gonna help you, and that's coming from me. <laughs> it's so. more like the people that forget who God is, the people who don't uh 
like show their appreciation for God oh, in a way. I think that's what that was supposed to be. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, I, I'm going to have to look into it. But it, like you said, it's you like know, the people that don't pray a lot, you know, the people that only pray when they want something, but mm-hmm. not when they're. When they're just praying just to pray. Oh, for selfish yeah. purposes. Like, hey, I wish purposes. I get this Ferrari. I'm going to pray yeah. that I get a new Ferrari. Can can I get one of those? Oh, you know, like, yeah, I, I can see that. I, I guess it's yeah. just saying that, like, if, you're, if we're talking about general themes, it's probably just saying, like, you know, um, it, when you go down a certain path. Like, that, the girl that went down and stayed there was a real girl. Cool. Now, the fake one came up and it was almost like hey you did something wrong and it may not happen shortly after that event took place but you're you it will was not what goes uh, around comes around yeah karma. Car- karma is gonna come get you and and then that's why things lined up they they if i was that girl the tethered version of her that made it out and was like, dang, that chick didn't know how to get out of there. Dang, that's that's crazy. Um, right. I guess I'm just going to live this life of hers. So she lived that life. But then your husband and family are going, hey, we're going to go to uh, that place for a vacation. I'd be like, what no, was it? Santa no. Cruz or something? San- yeah, Santa something. And, and that's where her family went. So maybe that was their family's like vacation home. So that's why they go there. People so are scared obvious. to go there now anyway. Like, wow. I read that in the news. People are scared to go there because of the movie. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, all really? of that, all the props and everything, the, the mirror house is real. That's all in the tourist attraction now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to go into there either. I mean, after, <laughs> I mean, anytime you see something, like, iconically scary or creepy in a movie – even if it's not the that exact location, like fun houses are gonna be weirder now. Mirror, you know, mirror rooms and stuff like that. It's gonna freak people out. Oh yeah. You know. Um, you got, so. I mean, plenty of other movies done it before. You know, you had uh, what was it? Uh, Amityville. 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 They, that was a real. Yeah, that was a real house. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they had other houses and other locations that were like that too. There's plenty of stuff that was filmed in like Georgia. In Detroit and all of that, mm-hmm. especially in like Louisiana, that's like Swamp Nation. So, you know, you, all that stuff. Those are like tourist attractions. So, yeah, it doesn't have movie, to be a. It doesn't have yeah. to be like a scary haunted house on a hill to be creepy. It can be just like everyday locations and places that you oh, might. Yeah. I think that's what really freaks people out is when you see something that you associate with safe and fun. And then it gets turned on its head and it turns out to be like, oh, some really crazy weird shit happens here. And, you know, <laughs> you might run into like your doppelganger and they might try to kill you. It's like, oh, I don't want to go to the fair no more. You know, I, I do kind of wish it did go in that voodoo direction, though. Yeah. Yeah. What, I feel what, like it would. Think? It would be well, more impactful, you know. Do you think that Jordan wants to keep things grounded? Because it seems like Get Out was pretty grounded. Like they 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 yeah, didn't do really anything. Grounded. Like you know, it was literal science. Like they were performing surgery to pull someone's yeah. brain out. You know, and put it in somebody else's head. It wasn't like any magic or anything like that. No, they um, were just taking black people organs. 
Yeah, just putting them in, in, in other people. And like, yeah. like, but they weren't doing anything like, like mystifying or anything like that. No. Um, so I wonder if he's ever going to go into a direction where he's like into like supernatural voodoo, uh, you know, into that kind of realm. Or does, does he think that there's already so much of that out there? That's, that's what really freaks people out is like, what could actually happen to you? You know, it's not yeah. out of the realm of possibility that the government does a secret project that would just be like somewhere where we wouldn't see, right? Like underground. That's that's pretty believable. Um, you know, and so I, like I see it happening. You know, exactly. Yeah, I, I I see what uh, Jordan Peele is trying to go for, and he's going for a more realistic kind of horror where it doesn't one hundred percent make sense, but at the same time, the story. And the cinematography is what you need to pay attention to, not exactly the the logic that went into the movie specifically. You need to pay attention to more of just like what he's trying to say in his own way right. of what's going on with the world and how it is right now. Um, let me ask you because we'll wrap it up here in a minute. Um, do you think that the kid, the 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 because the girl, is, she, she's really good in this movie. I mean, we didn't really talk about much about her uh, in general. She's like a track star. She has a cool scene where she's running away oh, from yeah. her doppelganger. She has that scene when she's driving. And, uh, yeah, she she has, like, some cool moments. Her brother, though, the one that wears the chewy mask, he's oh. he's always a little weird and, and, and stuff, you know, and hiding in the he closet. He's a big baby. Yeah. but He's a big baby. A lot of people thought that he was actually a tethered um but i'm actually starting to think like well she's a tethered and and she had a kid with like a normal dude did that have anything because like he's that's really interesting i thought about that too he's kind of odd in the sense where there was theories out there saying he was tethered because you know just some of the things that he does throughout the movie that are kind of weird to some people you know and with the magic tricks and the hiding himself in the closet. Yeah, and saying that the other tether, the tether version of him, doppelganger, is actually the real, who was like burnt and, yeah, something, and so they replaced him with like this other version. I don't know. There's so many theories out there for this movie. It gets so deep. Yeah, yeah, it could get, it could get really good. It was very open ended with the movie, especially towards the end. You know, you see the distrust in the son's eyes towards his own mother because you start to realize, I think he's realizing that, you know, none of this ever would have happened, you know, if it wasn't for what you for, did. for what you did, for what you did to a little girl that looks exactly like you. Mm. Kind of like the butterfly effect, you think? So in a sense, it's kind of saying like, like in my head I'm thinking like dang so like she's the real one so like the kids they're like what half tethered or something like that or like it's like red the real mom technically speaking or something I don't know I don't know I gotta I I gotta gotta think about certain things a little bit more um and maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't I don't know (laughs) because but I can see where like you can start to go down that rabbit hole 
and and it can kind of like in some ways ruin some of the aspects of the uh, of the movie and in any movie when you think too hard and try to like put it in all realistic terms like because people were like well how did she orchestrate that whole thing like they can't how do they communicate how does she get all those suits how did all that stuff happen and exactly. it's just like uh, I mean you just gotta let that go I just it how do you live off of rabbits for years yeah for years because she that happened when she was like a little girl when we she see was her five. She's, she was so dude she was five yeah I think a five year old could have found her way out of that a five year old could have found their way out of she that she found easily. her way in she could have found her way out of it maybe she was too freaked out um let me bring up a couple other things before we close out. I just want to make sure we mention this. Uh, how did you feel about the tethers? Like, there's that one scene where they show them kind of doing what their above versions are doing. Do you think that that was that was a cool scene? But I was that like, was that's, that that's impossible. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just impossible. Like, how how do they know what they're wearing? You know, I'm I'm an idiot, but, dude. I'm, I'm I'm dissecting this film. I shouldn't do that. I kind of thought of it like it was like a bizarro world, like with Superman. You got bizarro Superman. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, you know the shirt that that Adelaide. When I'm talking about Adelaide, I'm talking about tethered. I'm talking about the tethered, the the, mm-hmm. the one. Uh, you see her. She had. She doesn't have the the Thriller shirt on. At first, she doesn't get it until her dad. Uh, she no, she doesn't get it until uh, she swaps it out with the real Adelaide, who mm. we call Red in the movie. Um, but she has this other shirt with like I don't know some kind of moon on it, and got some red scribbling on it or something like that. I, I tried to study the shirt a little bit better, but I couldn't to make out what it was on there. Uh, but yeah, that. Uh, you know, it it was just like a flipped world, or more like the location that it was in was just different. Yeah, know? it was yeah, it's like an opposite world. It was like the like they they were doing what their selves above were doing in some way. They were um, kind of like puppets in a yeah. way because they they kind of did you notice how they was doing those unnecessary moves I mentioned earlier. It was doing a lot of that, and it was just like moving around, kind of like clunky, like a puppet would. You know? Yeah, and it that's why kinda, like some of the kids can long. control their mm-hmm. tether. Yeah. So when they say tethered, you know, it's two soul is 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 one soul controlling two bodies. So I'm guessing like you know the ones that are above ground is more composed than the ones below. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's where it's like you almost needed something like voodoo like or mystical or even like as you know just because of that whole soul and tethered aspect of it. Like I can believe clones, but like yeah. who's 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 really controlling them? Like what are the rules for these these tethered? Like that was the only thing that I kind of wish like had more. Um, oh, dude, man. Like, not explaining, I, I but tell just, you, it was more obvious, you know. This, this movie would have been something untouched if it was. I mean, it, it's still a great movie. I, I actually enjoyed it. I think it, it is pretty untouched. 
but there's a lot of logic that you got to kind of consider in the movie. True. But um, if it was like like a voodoo movie, like this thing would be awesome, man. Like for real, if you like like if you looked into, have you ever looked into like African voodoo? Mm-mm. Like they <laughs> literally know how to make like zombies and chickens bark and stuff, man. Like it's crazy, yo. Right, check that out, dude. That sounds pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, they, they, that stuff is legit, man. Yeah. So, like, if they actually, if Jordan Peele actually went for some kind of dynamic like that with this movie, that would have been pretty cool, you know. But I, I, I still like, yeah, yeah, it would have been pretty freaky. Uh, um, I, I, that's what I was expecting going in, but you know, it, I like what Jordan's doing. I hope he keeps up what he's going. I just hope that he's a bit more, uh, you know, trying to wrap himself around exactly what's going on. He tried, he did great with Get Out because it was more self-contained, you know. But when you add those those extra layers and the extra parts of, like, how this happened and what this came to be and how the government is spawning out these people that are connected to these people that are above ground, then stuff starts to get a little bit more confusing and everything like that. And it, it that's how it turned into sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely got some sci-fi elements, man. A lot more than. It's, it's, it's not horror. horror. Feels. It, it, it isn't, I, but it's I, like, I it's, don't want to say it's horror. There. Yeah. Not to me. It, it feels like something off of twilight zone or outer, uh, outer limits. Twilight, or like that. twilight zone, outer limits. Uh, those like are like the best the things. Yeah, <laughs> tales from the crib. Those, those are just like the ones that 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 makes more sense. You know, it's, yeah. it's just those eyeball kind of like thriller, horror, dark comedy kind of thing going for. Yeah, that's why I'm it wasn't exactly like movie. dread and just despair and just like frightening. It was creepy, but it wasn't scary. If you get yeah, what I'm saying, I do. So yeah, you got to keep an open mind going into this movie. But just don't try and think about it, man. Just watch it and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, see, like, that's why I was like, damn, we're probably going to get into, like, some stuff that just, ah, it's going to send us down the rabbit hole. But, you know, it's still fun to look at it and think about. It. And, um, you know, like you said, man, I think it was a good film, man. Um, Every I time I hear you say rabbit hole, I think yeah. of that one scene where you see them eating all the rabbits and you hear the rabbit uh, screaming in pain. Uh. No, I don't remember. I don't remember the rabbits screaming in pain. I remember the. You don't remember pain. that? No, dude. No, I remember oh, like, like they're in the cafeteria, little yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was there and like there was legit rabbits squealing and screaming for help and everything. It was oh, ah! it was a horrible I scream. I want to know why they picked rabbits. I don't know, man. This movie will <laughs> it will drive me crazy, man. Maybe that's the whole point of us. This would drive us crazy. I mean, like, overall, man, like, <laughs> it was a good film. Uh, I hope you guys – I know we probably left out some really nitpicky Easter egg stuff, but there's there's plenty of other sources that you can get those from. And, um, you know, I just want to hear, like, your guys' thoughts on the film because me and Mike, we enjoyed it. Um, we have looked at it, like, from all different kinds of angles and um, – you know, it's fun. I, I enjoy it. It doesn't ruin a, an experience for me, but it, it does bring up things that once I think about it, it's hard to like not think about it. So it's like, Why oh, were they rabbits again? 
yeah, why, you know, and why did she stay down there, man? She could have left, but, um. The little boy took one of the rabbits with him out of there. What? <laughs> you didn't notice? I gotta watch the movie. It's, it, that's one of the things, dude. If you see this movie, you gotta see And I think that it's gonna be a different experience, and I'm excited to see it again. I'm not gonna see it again in theaters, but I'll, I'll, I'll oh, check no. it out. Oh, no. uh, I'll check it out later. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, I'm, um, I'm glad that we got to at least geek out about some of the stuff. Uh, the, the dude knows his horror. There's a lot of cool references in there. There's a lot of cool messages and themes. Um, there's you know, a lot of cool, you know, moments to uh, homage, like the greats of the past when it comes to just filmmaking and storytelling. So it's movies like this one, you know, you know, I, I, I kind of like kind of movies like this go. It's, it's very weird and very like, kind of twisted in a sense yeah. and you kind of get like that it's a whole conspiracy theory thing going yeah, on with it yeah i like that and you know it's been actually it's been a lot of those types of movies this past year that were like really that. like did you ever get to see sorry to bother you nah nah S- go and see sorry to bother you it's on hulu you can go and check that out as soon as possible um okay i'll do that yeah sorry to bother you it it comes off you know as like this comedy kind of thing and you you know you remember lakeith stanfield dude uh he played one of the characters on uh get out actually lakeith stanfield he's the main character um you got tessa thompson on there you if you don't remember her from anything remember her as valkyrie from off of thor ragnarok uh yeah they were on there and oh man the movie's just crazy yo once you get Towards the end, oh man, it's just it's it's That's even good. worse. I'm gonna have oh, to check it out, dude. I gotta get on Hulu. Any, you know, yeah, man. Uh, just because I know that they're about to do that stuff with Funimation, but yeah, man, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm 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 happy for these kind of movies. I think that you know having discussions about them is what's fun. I mean, I think that's the coolest thing about experiencing any kind of art form and sitting down and talking to somebody about it you 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 get to see and hear what they experience and a lot of the a lot of the time it's different and i feel Mm -hmm. like that's why it's important to uh have those discussions because so many people get so rubbed the wrong way if like you didn't see something the way i saw it or you didn't like something i liked and you know no like we all have different tastes we all have uh, different lenses for how we see this world. And and that's why I like something that provides multiple uh, experiences. Like it's like a video game that you can replay and you'll basically play a whole different story, like a good mm-hmm. RPG or something, you know, something where you can do it completely different if you really wanted to. And, um, you know, Jordan Peele, he's, he's done that with his writing and his directing. And I think like that's why twilight zone is going to be really good but i don't know like how long he can keep pumping out these ideas i mean so that's why i'm like okay maybe he'll do horror and then he'll transition into other fields and tell different kinds of stories but who's who's to know i mean only time will tell i'm just glad he's making movies we hope you enjoyed the review for us special thanks goes to our guest mike Remember to support the film if you liked what you heard in today's episode. We hope you tell us what you think about the movie and the review on social media. 
Follow Wondersoul on Twitter and Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel and a Twitch channel called Wonderstreams. If you enjoy this episode or other episodes from Wondersoul, it would mean a lot if you rate, share, and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you again for listening and your support. Until till next time.